That's the Hard-Ons. The veteran Aussie punk band has just released a new album. It's titled Ripper 23, along with the participation of new vocalist Tim Rogers, who you know formerly of UMI. We located founding guitarist Peter Blackie Black at home in Sydney and asked him what keeps him going after 40 years of rockin' and rollin'. Because I love it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I have no choice, really. I hear you. Yep, yep, yep. I was just digging around in my record collection. I did have this. I'm, you can tell my my accent is American, but uh, so I got that back in the states when I was working in radio back there. So good to see. <laughs> what do you remember? What do you remember of this period? Just we were a bunch of young kids and started doing it. Our first sort of couple of times in the studio, and just how exhilarating it all felt. To you know, I fantasized about it for ages. Because, you know, we started jamming when we were, you know, from the ages of, you know, 13, 14 up. So, yep. you know, by the time we got to eight, you know, well, by the time I got to 18, because I was the youngest, and we could start playing in bars. Yep. And, um, you know, then, you know, grab a collection of songs and then, you know, have people go, oh, you know, I'll record you. So, yep. yeah, I just remember how exhilarating all that was to actually, to be, you know, to start doing it. Yep, yep, yep. So now the band's entering a new phase. You've got Tim Rogers singing with you. I know he sang on the previous album, but this is the one where he's taken more uh, of a collaborative, you know, job as far as writing and recording and all that stuff. So tell me how that's worked out for you, because you've been there since day one. Oh, really well, because I have to try and sort of say these sort of things without sounding really dicky. But, <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> you know, yeah, I know. The thing with Tim is his voice is so fucking soulful. So, you know, hearing what he could do and what he was doing in the studio when we did the first record with him, you know, obviously, you know, my mind was like, oh, man, I'm going to try this and I want to try that and I want to try this. Yep. And so that's what this record felt more like for me. It felt you know, like in a lot of ways, pushing more forward because we could, because right. now, you know, the new member, you know, it's it's like when you get a drummer who's shit hot, it's like, fuck, we can do this. We can do that. You know, now we've got a singer who's shit hot. So, you know, we can, yep. Yep. we can push the melody and soulfulness elements a little bit further as well. But even despite that, one of the other things uh, for me, I think, it's really weird. Like as I'm getting, you know, uh, older, I'm also <laughs> looking back quite a bit as well. And I feel that maybe since, since our album peel me like an egg, I've sort of reconciled, you know, as a little kid, before I knew what punk rock was, I loved rock, Yep. you know? Yep. Cause that's and what there was. <laughs> yeah. And then living, you know, and I still do like, yep. I can love Led Zeppelin and, Van Halen and Hendrix and ACDC and all that. But also, you know, growing up in Australia, I would really dig, you know, the Angels and Skyhawks and, you know, bands like that. Yep. And I guess, you know, then when punk rock came along, you know, that overtook all that, you know, I, you know, that became fucking everything yep. for years. Yep. And, you know, now sort of going back and going, man, you know, the Radiators had some good songs, you know, and, you know, Skyhooks had some magnificent records and, you know, all that sort of thing. So I feel 
that traditional Oz rock has creeped into my songwriting as well, ah. which, you know, I am really enjoying. Yep, yep. And of course, Tim Rogers was with UMI for years. And, you know, what was your relationship with him prior to him joining the band and with the with his band versus your band? Was there just, healthy competition, just, you know, mutual respect? How did it go? <laughs> there's always mutual respect. I don't think, you know, I think bands on our level, there's no such thing as competition. Right. Uh, you know, I just don't feel that from anyone. Like, all of us are just happy to be playing and, you know, it's yeah. a very collaborative thing, you know, like we share gear, we share gigs, you know, we sort of, you know, like especially with Nunchucker Superfly, you know, we we book shows, you know, interstate with, you know, friends, bands in mind and all that sort of thing, you know, and help and, you know, borrow gear, lend gear, all that sort of thing. And that's the same it was with UMI, you know, it was we gave them, you know, a bunch of shows when they first started and, you know, been friends with Tim you know, pretty much forever. You know, I didn't always see him, you know, but sure. whenever our past passed, it was like, hey, man, how you going? You know, type <laughs> of thing. So, well, yeah, it was always been like that, I guess. Cool, cool, cool. So let's talk about the record a bit. When did it start to take shape for you guys? Was it immediately after the previous one? You just wanted to get back in there and work with Tim? I was probably even before that. I right. mean, I'm always working ahead. Yep. You know, you know, in my mind, I've already finished the next two hard-ons record, you know, <laughs> so it's just a matter of now, you know, tweaking it, um, you know, just making it as good as possible. You know, for me, I like really sitting on things for a little while. And, you know, with with that sort of creative thing, it's an ongoing process. So, you know, all, I guess it, even when recording the last record, I was like, man, you know, that I've got an idea that I reckon, you know, it's going to be really shit hot for the next one. So, you know, I'm already thinking yeah. about those sort of things. Yeah. Yeah. So the one track that's already out is Apartment for Two, and there's this video that's uh, along with it. So why is that the one to start with? What is it about that one that you decided, all right, we'll hit him with this first. Well, when it comes to shit like that, I <laughs> I kind of let the other guys decide, right? Because I felt it's not it wouldn't have been my first choice. What would your first Tim choice have been? Ah, <laughs> uh, the song uh, "In Falls Everything." Okay. Uh just because I was just fucking so stoked with it, but you know, I think Tim <laughs> sometimes thinks more in terms of. I know he still has this really bizarre, not lack of confidence, but it's like, oh man, I'm the new guy, you know, right. and I don't want, yeah. I don't want to come into the band and have people go, ah, oh, you fucking changed them, you know, where it's, you know, it's us for, you know, we work as a unit, so if there's any change, it's it's brought upon by everyone, not yeah. not just one, and it's because it's what all of us want to do. And I think that song, Apartment for Two, does have a very traditional hard-on sort of feel to it. Right. So I think he was like, you know, let's let's for once be fucking obvious and, you know, <laughs> start off with, you know, what I think is the most uh, obvious track. <laughs> very um, good. Did you have fun making the video? 
How much did you have to do with the video itself being made a concept or whatever? as well. <laughs> we had no time for that. So yeah, we, we let, we let Jono who um, we've worked with for heaps of time and who's also, you know, doing the documentary on us. Right. He oh goes, yeah. Oh, I got a great idea for a film clip and it's like, go for it. And he showed us and we were like, you pulled that out of nowhere. Right. Right. Like we were very happy with it. Well, how do you like the idea of having a documentary made about the band? I mean, it's pretty, it's cool, right? Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so the song that you picked, uh, it fall, in falls everything. So t- tell me about that. Big balls have a swing if you get them. Big, big balls is what I got. I think, think, think of myself out of corners. I think myself a straight up to the top, to the top. I like working, like, like lyrics for me is the hardest thing. So I do a lot of stuff that's obviously, you know, you get a lot of people talking about how they disguise shit. But that to me is a song about lack of confidence hidden under a extremely loud and boisterous veneer. And, right. and that was just fun to sort of do. And I, I kind of do that a lot, which I guess just says a lot about myself and I don't know, I just did it in a way that I thought was catchy. Right, right. Well, that's always good. (laughs) But I did really like the fact that that song had a really balls-to-the-wall, old-school rock feel. Yep. Like real pounding on the bass and drums with guitar sitting on top and Tim's fucking awesome voice floating on top of it. Like, to me, it's like one of my favorite songs on the record. So it really came together. Uh, now there's a couple of shorter tunes there's one that's like 36 seconds long but one that kind of grabbed my ear was uh grandiose which is about a minute and a half long and it sounds very hard and almost death metal-y what's going on there I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, fuck some, I, I love everything from, you know, the most brutalist grindcore to, right. you know, fuck the Beach Boys. So, you know, every now and then I just love, you know, I thought the last record didn't have a lot of that grindy, right. full-on brutal punk rock stuff. So this time, you know, we felt like, I don't know, just having a little bit more of a blast. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Uh, and then the album ends with a tune called Ordinary Things, and you've got somebody named Heather Shannon playing the piano, so it's the longest track on the album. It, 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 tell me about that, why it's at the end, what are you trying to say here? It's a song I had sitting for a while, and I initially thought, well, I'll just do this solo because it's, you know, a little bit too out there for hard-ons. But then, as I said before, with Tim joining the band, it's just made me think, fuck, he could sing that so much better than I could, for starters, you know, right. whatever he comes up with. And it was a dip, not difficult, but it was a song where when I brought it in, the guys sort of scratched their heads and went, 
oh, what are you trying to do with this one? And I'm like, fucking trust me. You know, to me, this song, despite it, you know, having piano and things like that, still does have this very bizarre, in my mind anyway, Yob, Aussie Yob mentality to it. Right. You know, it does happen. Face that does this, and you know, a head wobble and things. Like <laughs> See, that. I was gonna say, as soon as you see the head vision, wobble, you know what you're talking about. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, you know, and when I described it to the guys like that, they kind of got into it, and then Murray did this sick, you know, fucking backbeat to it, and I'm like, you see, and yeah, the guys, you know, it didn't take long before they were as excited as I was about it. So, you know, it's just. I don't know. Every a band should continually try to grow. You know, is what I say. So that's you know just part of it. Cool. Us well, moving along. All right. Well, hopefully you guys are going to make up for uh, lost time and come over to New Zealand and rock out definitely. a little bit. Look, we'll definitely be there. Trust me. Okay. All right. Can't wait to hear the new band. It sounds like fun. The new record sounds thank awesome. You. So thank Appreciate you very much. It. Thank all you right. for your time. My pleasure. Thank Take you. <laughs> bye bye.